0: A new series for the next three weeks. It's called Unforgiveness, and I know, oh great, here we go again. Um, I really have felt, um, well, I hope it's like this every Sunday, Um, but I really feel like the Lord would have me do this series over the next three weeks. And I know as soon as you see a title like Unforgiveness and when you see that the title for this Sunday's message is Bitterness, that instantly your mind goes to, oh man, I know who needs this message. <laughs> Admit it. Come on. When you saw the title of the message, when you took a look inside the bulletin, and when you saw it, you thought of, oh man, is so-and-so here today? Or I know somebody else who needs to hear this message. But for the next three weeks, I don't want you to worry about anybody else hearing this message. This isn't for anybody else but you. We kind of scheme and have all these things that it's really, really easy to see the shortcomings in other people and miss the ones in our own lives. Kind of like the speck of sawdust in the plank. And so for the next three weeks, it's just about you and Jesus. Not somebody else. I don't want you to play the blame game, I don't want you to play the, um, I don't even want you just to endure, I want you to listen and I want you to absorb this morning and over the next uh, three weeks. Uh, Next week, today we're talking about bitterness. Next week, we're going to do something a little bit different um, in that uh, we're going to actually watch a video together. Um, next week, it's, it's longer than normal. And we're going to change the structure of the service next week. Um, the title of the message is Radical Forgiveness. Radical Forgiveness, next week. And then the, the following week, the third week, is forgiving others, forgiving myself. Okay? Forgiving others, forgiving myself. But today, I want to start off with talking about bitterness. Now, uh, has anybody ever eaten something that was bitter? Have you ever eaten something that you thought was going to be one flavor, and it ended up being another? Another? Has anybody ever fallen for the, I think I'm drinking 7-Up, but I'm drinking water, or vice versa? Yeah, it's kind of a a shock. And bitterness, I, I looked it up in the dictionary, it's a noun. So it's a person, place, or thing. The first definition is sharpness of taste or lack of sweetness. And the other is anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly or resentment. Now, I think that both definitions can apply to people. Sharpness of taste, a lack of sweetness, anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly. Now, I want to tell you to start off at the beginning. When we're talking about bitterness, and this is going to kind of be my disclaimer for today, I understand that some of you have been hurt in ways beyond measure. I understand that some of you have fought your whole life against things that have been done to you that are a part of your past, that have been very, very difficult to overcome and that you may be dealing with even as we speak. However, Jesus is our standard. I said that earlier. And forgiveness, this whole issue, is one of the most important issues that we can talk about. Because it's not just about making yourself feel better. This issue is the difference between where you will spend eternity and the joy in this life. It's that serious. Jesus mentions it multiple times in the Bible, and we'll look up those passages of Scripture a little later. But he even stuck it in the way he instructed us to pray in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses or debtors as we forgive. Okay? So it's even included in that. And now there's another place, and I I want you to understand, this is the standard of forgiveness. Jesus is our standard. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. For 24 hours, he was arrested, flogged twice, had his beard pulled out, punched repeatedly, They shoved a crown of thorns on his head. They made him drag his cross through the streets of Jerusalem with nails in his hands and in his feet. From the cross, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's the standard. Pretty high standard. So, the argument of, well, you don't know what I've been through, you don't know what I've done, or what's been done to me. You're right, I don't. And I'm not trying to minimize what you've been through or the pain. I'm not at all. What I am trying to say this morning is you have got to listen to this, because if you don't, and if you don't apply this, you are going to continue to struggle the rest of your life with enjoying life in this life, and this has the potential to affect your place in eternity. It's a big deal. Okay? So, Jesus on the cross saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's the standard, which is high. So as we talk about bitterness, I want to start in, Matthew, in Hebrews chapter 12, starting with verse 14. It says, Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord see to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Make every effort. Not, I tried a couple of times and it didn't work out. Not, well, they keep treating me the same way, so I'm just going to give up. No. Make every effort to live at peace with only the people that you really like. No, wait, that's not what it said. With all men and women and be holy. Okay, that right there is a series. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and be holy. Mm, 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 mm. What would happen if the church got that right? Wow. Okay, keep going. With Okay, and without holiness, no one sees the Lord. See to it that no one misses the grace of God. What if we got that right? See to it that no one misses the grace of God. This is a tall order, folks. No one. But you don't understand, I'm irritated with them. Yeah, you are, and they deserve grace. Because trust me, there's plenty of times that you irritate other people. And you need their grace. And this is just for free. What would happen if we gave people the benefit of the doubt? What instead of presupposing what someone's thinking or or putting upon them what we think they're like, and what if we gave them the benefit of the doubt? What if we really made every effort to live at peace with everybody? And what if we really saw to it that no one missed God's grace? Not your grace. Not my grace. Because my grace is like, you blew it, sucker. You're done. But God's grace. And then, and in another translation in Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Uh, and I'll read verse 15 out of chapter 12. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. It talks about this root of bitterness. What is the nature of a root? A root goes down deep, and it absorbs... Everything. It goes down deep, and it absorbs, and what it absorbs, whatever the root is from, grows into and feeds whatever has the root. So the roots of the trees in the park across the street, they go down, and they get water, and that makes them green and beautiful, right? What if we were to go out in the park and dump 55,000 gallons of Roundup all over the park? What would happen to those trees? They'd die. Why? Because of poison. It's poison to them. Folks, whatever root you have in your life, and some of them are buried very deeply, but your roots will tend to absorb that which they are marinated in. It's the nature of roots to suck up and then to pour out. It's what they do. So, first of all, bitterness has a dangerous root. If you want to kill a plant, you have to pull it out by the roots, don't you? Anybody ever pulled dandelions or those things in your yard and you just rip the leaves off and there's that stem still there? Done it plenty of times. It always grows back, always. You have to pull it out by the root. And this root is dangerous because it's poison. I'm not making that up. Bitterness is poison. And then the second part in this is that bitterness produces a poisonous fruit. Bitterness produces a poisonous fruit. Not only is it a dangerous root, but because of what it sucks up and absorbs, it produces a dangerous fruit. And this dangerous fruit of bitterness Has torn apart families, has torn apart marriages, has torn apart businesses, has torn apart nations, has torn apart churches, because the root wasn't dealt with. And I'm telling you, I have seen bitter roots be there over some of the dumbest, most trivial, things because someone didn't make every effort to live at peace with everyone, and they definitely didn't make sure that everyone saw the grace of God. That's our call. That's the standard. There are some of you, probably here today, that in a few months, when you celebrate Christmas, you're not even going to go to a family member's house because of something that happened in the past. Now, if it's something that happened in the past that is extremely damaging and extremely painful and abusive, then by all means, please understand, you don't need to go back there. But if you're upset over something your parents did or your mom said or your brother said or your sister did and I'm just not going to go be a part of that, folks, listen up. Because if that's what you're hearing, there's a root of bitterness. But you don't know. You're right, I don't. But they did it for the, yeah, I know, they probably did it a million times. But when Peter asked Jesus, how often should I forgive? Seven times? Thinking, yeah, that sounds really good. And Jesus said, no, 77 times. So those of you, because we tend to be legalistic in the church, you go, okay, that's 490. That's not the point. You missed it entirely. The point is always, every time. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to be a whipping post. It doesn't mean that you need to be a doormat. I am not suggesting that by any stretch of the imagination. And you do need to stand up for yourself, and if it's going to cause damage for you, please don't go in those situations and circumstances. But, but, Have you given everyone the opportunity to receive the grace of God? And are you doing everything you can to live at peace with everyone? Okay. Bitterness is a poison. You've been wondering, what in the world is he doing? Have you ever heard the expression, well, they were just out there spewing their venom all over the place? Well, I have a visual example for you today. Every time that you choose to go back to the well, of the poison that is in your heart and in your life because of unforgiveness. You take a drink and you're poisoning yourself every time. Now before I go over here, I want you to look—well, you can't see, so I'll go over here. This little mannequin person over here, I'll blow him out here for you. Ricky made this for me. These are my clothes. Our little person here has a bunch of different names on them. Coworker, wife, neighbor, friend, husband, classmate, sister, employee, brother, stranger, child parent. How many of you want your children to be bitter and angry people when they grow up? How many of you want to have bitter, angry parents? Isn't that fun? every time that you open up your mouth and spew the venom of bitterness that is in you. I want you to notice, not only did it hit the people here, it hit the back wall. Whatever you've done unto the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you've done to me.